You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. You're listening to episode 33 of the Blended Family Podcast. We recently got back from our New York trip with our family, which was lovely and much needed. I hope you all had a fantastic Father's Day and that you enjoyed the episode with Justin Worsham. If you missed it, you'll want to go back and check it out. Also, if you want to join the mailing list, you can do so on the website. And when you do, I will send you a free quiz to determine how your blended family is doing. I only send out one newsletter a month, but it's a good way for me to be able to be in touch with you. And last, I have again noticed an issue with my contact form, which I thought I had fixed. Apparently, if any of you have previously written to me from that form, I have no way of contacting you back. This is because the return address was coded to my own email, So I end up replying to myself. It's fixed now. But if you have written to me any time previously, this is why you haven't heard back from me. Specifically, I want to reach out to Scott. You know who you are, Scott. You wrote me about two weeks ago regarding an issue with potty training. I have an answer for you, Scott, but I don't have an address to send it to. And you probably think I am ignoring your email. I am not. Can you please shoot me a quick email to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or reach out to me through the Facebook page, check the show notes for the links, and I will email you back the answer I have waiting for you. I always try to write everyone back within a couple of days. So if it goes over a week and you have written to me, check your spam folder, please. I was using an alternate email address, which is blendedfamilypodcast at gmail.com, because when I'm away from my desk, it's a little easier to use that. But I fear it's ending up in spam folders. So I'm trying not to do that anymore. And if you want an answer from me within the day, Uh, I'll do my best, but the best way to do that is through the Facebook page. It's much easier for me to get a quicker reply to you through that avenue. The Facebook page or group is fine. The page address is facebook.com forward slash one blended family, and that's the number one. Now, the group can be found at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. So I'm so sorry for all the confusion with the email. Sometimes I don't know right away if there's a glitch. Scott, don't forget to write me back with your contact info or even let me know if you want me to just answer your question on a future show. And speaking of that, when you all write to me with your questions, please let me know if it's okay or not to read it on the podcast. I do enjoy sending a personal response to every question, but sometimes I think other listeners could benefit from the question as well. Okay, thank you for being patient while I got all that out of the way. So let's get into today's topic, which is forgiveness. If you're part of a blended family, you will need to learn how to forgive. Why, you ask? Well, because blended families have disagreements like any other family. However, in the blended family, 
Sometimes there are more disagreements while everyone is trying to work out the kinks. If you or members of your family are grudge holders, it's going to be hard to go the distance. Now, some of us are just natural forgivers and others are not. So let's talk about how to work on this and help your blended family become more forgiving. But first, let me mention what kinds of things can really bring up anger in the blended family. Kids can be angry at their parents or step-parents. Parents can be angry with their partners or stepchildren. Or either parent could be angry at an ex. Today, I'm not talking about little things that irk you. I'm talking big reasons that cause people to harbor anger, bitterness, resentment. Those are the feelings that cause people to hold grudges and not forgive. Small annoyances can be overlooked and worked through like in any family. So the first one I want to talk about is our exes. If you go back to the feed, one of the first episodes I did was on having a healthy divorce. If you want to check that one out, you can find it at uh, blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash 02. So I guess that was the second episode that I did. But I will be revisiting the X topic in a lot of shows because it's one of the biggest issues that affects almost all blended families at some point or another. If you are not forgiving your ex for the past or even for what they may be currently putting you through, you're actually hurting yourself. Do you really think they care if you forgive them or not? I know that this is a hard concept, but until you forgive them, you can't really move forward with your life. I'm not saying you need to forget everything they may have done, but remaining angry is not going to help. I do understand that some exes do nothing but cause pain and misery. So I get it that if you're dealing with someone who's behaving badly, the last thing you want to do at this moment is forgive them. Maybe instead you can pity them. Try that emotion instead. Feel sorry for them that they are that miserable and unhappy that they have to prey on you. If you're showing any vulnerability, they will attack. So it's best to behave as if they can't hurt you anymore. And what they're doing isn't affecting you, even if it is. But feeling sorry for them will actually help you bring you closer to forgiveness in the future, even if you're not there just yet. Hold on to the fact that once your children are of age, you will not have to deal with them anymore. Let's also not forget that your children are picking up on this and you want to show them how to forgive by leading with example. It hurts them too to see their parents angry towards one another. Now the same goes for your partner's ex. Many cases, this is more of an issue. That's usually because an ex does not accept a new partner coming into the picture. So they try to make life miserable for that new person. The new partner is a threat. You've seen this before. Everything is going perfectly until someone starts dating, right? Just know that their anger is most often a result of jealousy and try not to take it personal. If you hold anger towards your partner's ex, your partner is going to feel frustrated. They may feel somewhat responsible for their own ex making you so unhappy, but yet there's nothing they can do as they have no control over their ex really. So the best solution with the ex situation is to ride it out. Don't let them see that they're getting to you. This will come to an end eventually. I love the saying, what you resist persists. The more you fight it, 
the more pushback you're going to get. So just hang in there. Now, let's talk about stepchildren. I say stepchildren because it's kind of ingrained in us to forgive our biological children. There's that thing in us as parents to love unconditionally. When it comes to being step-parent, it takes more work for some people, especially if it's a new relationship. It doesn't really matter the age of the kids, except naturally, teens usually are the ones causing a bit more difficulty, but that's not always the case. Many young children like to play both sides after divorce. So what they may do is go from home to home, making up stories or embellishing situations to make the other house look bad. They think this is what the parent wants to hear. Instead of being angry at this child, which doesn't help, you need to address it with them. If both sides are on speaking terms, it would be best to all sit down together. If not, both parents need to at least have a conversation about it. What usually happens is the two parents will end up in a fight and angry with one another because of what the child is saying. Once you all realize what's happening, you can stop it. Then anytime the child brings up something, you can remind them that you already spoke to the other parent and you know the truth. You both need to explain to the child that they do not have to choose parents. They can love you both and you must remind them that neither of you wants to know what is going on in the other home unless they are hurt or in danger. The child is not really doing this on purpose, even though it seems like it. They're just working the system. Kids are smart. Don't stay angry at this. Work on fixing it instead. Now, if the ex is feeding into it all and you can't talk to them, you can only just keep talking to the child, reminding them that it's not acceptable to be untruthful. They will outgrow this and you need to forgive their actions because they're just children. Let's talk about the older kids. These are the cases where it can be harder to forgive. Teens can make things very difficult in the home. If you're a step-parent, you're an outsider to them. They may not just take to you right away. Don't act like a teenager with them. Understand that teens can be horrible to their own bio parents. They can be rebellious, angry, and selfish. They're probably going to do a number of things like sneak out, experiment with drugs, steal, make a mess, and be lazy. They're really hard to parent. If you start holding anger towards them, you're giving up any chance of relationship in the future when they come around. And they will come around eventually if you remain a steady loving force. You may say you don't care right now about your future relationship with them, but then do it for your partner. It hurts them to see you so unforgiving towards their child. Once again, remember with children, if you want them to grow, to be forgiving themselves, you have to model this behavior. So now let's talk about the kids. What if they are unforgiving towards their parents or especially their step-parent? Maybe they didn't agree with the divorce Maybe they don't like the parent starting a relationship with someone new. Children, especially teenagers, are pretty selfish. They're going to look at everything that happens in the family as how it affects them. If their home was disrupted, they're going to blame a parent. Usually one gets the blame more than the other. That will depend on how they see the divorce. When a new partner comes along, especially if it's soon, they may not take to that very well. It's really hard when a child doesn't forgive a parent or a step-parent. It's especially hard when the child may be misguided by the other parent who is just trying to pull the child on their side. 
If you are doing this, please don't. You don't need your child to pick a side. You want them to love both parents, all their parents. When they're old enough, they will see things clearly. So how do you help your child to forgive? It can be hard since we can't control others' thoughts or emotions. Lots of talking helps. Let them explain what they're feeling and why. Maybe things need clarification. If there's a lot of anger, therapy is always an option. Sometimes children have no idea why they're so angry, and a therapist can help sort that out with them. Remember, this is usually resolved with time, as most things are. Kids don't mature until their 20s. Some kids just understand things at an earlier age where others don't. Keep the lines of communication open. It also helps to remind them that it's okay to have their feelings, whether warranted or not. However, it's not okay to be disrespectful to other members in the home. One of the most important things to know and teach our children is that forgiveness is a choice. We can choose the path of forgiveness, which provides us great freedom. None of us are perfect, and we've all done things that people have forgiven us for. We need to give the same grace to others. I know it can be really hard in cases where Maybe the person doesn't even care to apologize. Maybe you feel they don't deserve your forgiveness. That's when you have to stop and realize your forgiveness isn't only for them, it's for you. That's the lesson we need to teach our kids. When we don't forgive, we give room for anger and resentment to flourish. We also need to get better at forgiving ourselves. If we want others to forgive us, we have to be able to forgive ourselves. Now, I found this really good list on uh, learningtoforgive.com, which is nine steps of forgiveness, and I'd like to read those to you. Number one, know exactly how you feel about what happened and be able to articulate what about the situation is not okay. Then tell a trusted couple of people about your experience. Number two, Make a commitment to yourself to do what you have to do to feel better. Forgiveness is for you and not for anyone else. Number three, forgiveness does not necessarily mean reconciliation with the person that hurt you or condoning of their action. What you are after is to find peace. Forgiveness can be defined as the peace and understanding that come from blaming that which has hurt you less taking the life experience less personally, and changing your grievance story. Number four, get the right perspective on what is happening. Recognize that your primary distress is coming from the hurt feelings, thoughts, and physical upset you are suffering now, not what offended you or hurt you two minutes or 10 years ago. Forgiveness helps to heal those hurt feelings. Number five, at the moment you feel upset, Practice a simple stress management technique to soothe your body's fight or flight response. Number six, give up expecting things from other people or your life that they do not choose to give you. Recognize the unenforceable rules you have for your health or how you or other people must behave. Remind yourself that you can hope for health, love, peace, and prosperity, and work hard to get them. Number seven, put your energy into looking for another way to get your positive goals met than through the experience that has hurt you. 
Instead of mentally replaying your hurt, seek out new ways to get what you want. Number eight, remember that a life well lived is your best revenge. Instead of focusing on your wounded feelings and thereby giving the person who caused you pain power over you, learn to look for the love, beauty, and kindness around you. Forgiveness is about personal power. And number nine, last, amend your grievance story to remind you of the heroic choice to forgive. And then they also go on to say, the practice of forgiveness has been shown to reduce anger, hurt, depression, and stress, and leads to greater feelings of hope, peace, compassion, and self-confidence. Practicing forgiveness leads to healthy relationships as well as physical health. It also influences our attitude, which opens the heart to kindness, beauty, and love. So these steps I will include in the show notes for you so you can read them over. I know that was a lot. You can share it with your family too. I'll also link to the website I found them on, which again is learningtoforgive.com. It is absolutely necessary to learn forgiveness while navigating the rough terrain of a blended family. You need to get the whole family on a path to forgiveness and then watch what a huge difference it makes in your home. I'm hoping this show was helpful today, especially if this is something you struggle with in your family. Do you have a tip or story you'd like to share on the topic of forgiveness? Come and share with us in the private Facebook group. We just recently got a whole bunch of new members. Also, check out our family's feature in the Huff Post from a couple of weeks ago if you haven't already. You can find it at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash article. All of the links discussed are in the show notes for you. Next week, we are going to talk about health and wellness in the blended family. And I hope that you have a fantastic week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.